So, hello, welcome to Home Green Home Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green realtor and a lead green associate in Los Angeles and host of the show. Well, I'm having, uh, I had some technical difficulties and decided to try Zoom today. So we'll see how it goes. And um, our, our guest today is Rochelle. Um, uh, you go by Shelly, right? Correct. Tell me how you pronounce your name um, correctly so I won't be saying it wrong. It's Shelly Nelson. Oh, it's Nelson. Okay. Yep. And I guess it's Shelly. I, I just thrown off by the two S's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Shelly is an accomplished and uh, let me let me do it over. Accomplished in construction industry, Shelley currently oversees the risk management department for one of the largest remodeling companies in the nation, Trium. She brings a keen attention to detail and multitasking skills to her work and always with enthusiasm. Over the past years, Rochelle Shelley has spent countless hours researching and implementing steps to ensure the TRIUM's policy of 100% satisfaction uh, is adhered to. Uh, to Shelley, the customer is always right. Shelley's ability to think outside the box and challenge status norms has proven to be a tremendous asset to the firm. She has been a part of Green Movement since she, has, she was a young girl. Being an avid lover of nature and ocean, she's constantly on the outlook for innovative techniques to help reduce the carbon footprint of, our comp of the company, the operations, and individually. So thank you so much, Shelley, for joining me today and for being a participant of upcoming Home Green Home event this Saturday. I'm really excited. I'm, uh, as you know, I've been trying to interview your company for quite some, quite some time. So I'm so happy to finally have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Azumi. I really appreciate it. And I really get to appreciate a chance to be a part of this great uh, panel of uh, women experts in the industry. Yeah. So thank so you so I, much. Yeah, thank you. So um, just to begin, um, I know your, your bio said you were a green, avid green uh, advocate, uh, yes. uh, uh, part of the green movement since you were a little girl. Tell me about that. How, what, what kind of inspired you as a little girl um, to be interested in the green movement? Well, um, I go by Shelly. My name's Rochelle. I'm actually named after a rose-colored seashell, uh -huh. um, meaning I spent most of my time as a little girl at the beach. Oh, um, cool. And doing that, you kind of see the detrimental effects of people leaving their trash, cigarette butts, mm -hmm. everything of that. And you always think, well, I'm just a little girl. What can I do? You pick yeah. it up, you go through it. But I was really lucky to be a child of the early 90s. Mm. And this is when we really started to see that little activities that we were doing in our day-to-day -day life was having a huge impact on the environment. Mm -hmm. um, we had a cartoon Captain Planet that would go and he would fight these people with pollution, but mm -hmm. most cartoons were trying to cater to the youth at that time. And there was one that sticks with me to this day and it had to do with CFCs, chlorofluorocarbons. Mm -hmm. Huge thing back in the 80s, 90s, where we saw that they were actually eating holes in our uh, atmosphere, in our ozone right. layer. Right. And it was this cartoon that showed these little bugs and just, you know, eating the, the ozone and it, it, it stuck with me. And I, 
I made sure that we threw all of our aerosol away. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to school and I was telling everyone about this cartoon that I saw and this whole <laughs> atmosphere, but it's like, what can we do? We're just, well, guess what? People took actions and now that hole in the atmosphere is actually repairing itself. So yeah. that really showed me at a young age that even as a small individual, the steps that you can take mm-hmm. can really have an impact on the people around you. Yeah. Those people can then have an impact. And especially with social media now, mm-hmm. you can really, you can take the world by storm. So yeah. that was really what kind of got me into it. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That's so <laughs> touching. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big nature lover too. And I'm fortunate to have grown up around nature. So I really have the appreciation of what nature provides for us. And, yes. and I, I really, um, I'm really uh, um, committed to, I want to say committed to, but I really have my deep desire to protect the environment that we have. So um, tell us a little bit about your company, Trium. Um, what does Trium do differently than other like general contractors out there? So Trium, we do a lot of things differently. Um, First and foremost, we were one of the pioneers when it came to the eco-friendly remodeling, Mm -hmm. mainly because our CEO was surrounded by a lot of um, like-minded individuals like myself who realized the construction industry is one of the most pollute, uh, one of the most industries that causes the most pollution. Exactly. So what can we do as a company really to, to minimize our effects? Mm-hmm. trees tria we were one of the first companies to implement uh digital contracts and digital presentations which mm-hmm. helped cut our paper 50 percent um in addition to that we plant a tree for every remodeling project that we do through a company tree people we have a partnership with them mm-hmm. not only do we plant a tree we also will go out and actually plant these trees so we really like to practice what we preach um mm-hmm. As a company, we we do everything in our power to minimize our, our water use, our our, um, our electricity, but we pass that on on our projects, making sure that we're using um, the, the, the best tools when it comes to electricity usage. Um, where is our paint going, you know, when we're done using it? What, what kind of chemicals are we using? We started doing this five, six years ago. This mm-hmm. wasn't something that was heard of, and we weren't doing it just because we were having our hands forced to do it by legislation. Right. right. Guess what? Now California is forcing your hand and making you do it. So all right. these companies now are scrambling, trying to figure out, and we're like, okay, we've already been there, done yeah. that. So we feel that we were kind of a pioneer. And once you make a big name and people start seeing that, then they want to hop on the bandwagon and sure. be just like you. So we really mm-hmm. feel that that was one of the the leading things was really making that shift as well as really implementing technology really heavily so people don't realize how much paper and paper waste gets generated from day-to-day operations yeah we can just again whatever we can do as an operation and individually but now other companies are seeing that they're Mm -hmm. seeing that you know we don't have water bottles that we provide uh you know a flow system so now we have other companies that we are seeing (laughs) so it's just little things that we can do to help really not be a leader, but you know, the example of mm-hmm. what you can do and guess what, you can be profitable doing it too. So yeah. that's really what we're trying to do is yeah. that a good example. I like to hear that. And you're, you're really being an influencer in the industry, you know, by be, be taking the leadership and implementing those 
techniques. And do you find that the, uh, it's hard to train the, the actual people who are actually on the construction site who, who may have been trained in the more traditional conventional ways? You know, because those are the people who, are, who have their boots on the ground, right? And, and I, from, from all the conversations that I've been having, I understand that the, you know, the workers who have been trained in certain ways and there are, they are really used to and familiar with the way that things have been done. And it's, it really takes a lot of effort to change, you know, sort of their habits. Yes. There are some things that, you know, you really have to change the habits of doing that. And so do you find that it's uh, harder to find people who can uh, adhere to the way you guys do the construction or to actually train the people? So, you know, they have the old adage, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Mm -hmm. um, in this case, really presentation is key. Mm -hmm. When you're explaining to the workers that this isn't just for the environment, this isn't just because we're trying to be, uh, you know, granola and green, but also mm -hmm. the health effects that's having on you and your workers. Right. If you are going to be using um, chemically laden substances, um, what effect is that having on you when you're going home and breathing? What effect right. is it having on your children when you're coming home and you have these toxic substances? Mm -hmm. Not only that, look at the recourse that's happening from lead paint, right. from asbestos with mesothelioma. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You really want to expose yourself, your workers, mm -hmm. your community to that. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing saying, look, do this. It's good for the environment, blah, blah, blah. Most people will go, okay, we could see. But when you go, no, this could actually really be detrimental to your health, detrimental yeah. to you. Mm -hmm. It kind of sets a different perspective and they take it more seriously. Mm. And after that, if they don't want to, you know, we can't deal with someone who doesn't have uh, such ill regard for the environment and themselves right. even. Right. So right. if you're presenting it in that way, it kind of hits home a little better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so you have workers who are full on, you know, with your program. Yes, well, and they, they understand the importance of it as well. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's so great. So, how about your customers? Do do people come to you or to your company for re remodel or renovation projects? And is it do they come to you because of your uh, sort of a positioning in your industry? And do they actually have the awareness of what the construction can help them? So I feel in, in, in our design and build kind of energy industry, you can have two aspects to a green home. Mm -hmm. You can have the energy efficient aspect mm -hmm. to it, which of mm -hmm. course people are very privy to because it affects their wallet. Right. And you have the healthy home aspect of it, which a lot of people really aren't privy to. Mm -hmm. And when you're going into, well, you know, you, you can make uh, your lifestyle better, as long as it's not affecting their wallet, they're kind of disinterested. But then when you go, listen, asthma's on the rise, uh, contaminants are on the rise, you being in the hospital, missing time off of work will make you sick. And you really start to pose it to them in a way where they really see how this affects your life. And again, I always say life, community, right. self, because it's all, I see it as a circle. And if you're doing, you know, and once you educate them on that aspect, Mm -hmm. as well as what the energy efficiency can bring in, then they're usually on board. But most people, 
they know the energy aspects because it's affecting their wallet. Right. Once you show how the other aspect is affecting their health, their lifestyle, mm-hmm. their well-being, mm-hmm. then they're kind of like, but most people aren't aware of that. It's coming a little bit more prevalent, but again, they just want to see the savings in their wallet. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I, like you said, the energy efficiency wise, you know, now that we have a new building code coming in as of January and stuff, so people are probably more aware of um, the energy efficiency elements in the uh, homes. But how about, like you said, your healthy health side? Uh, what are the features that you may you may talk to your customers about, maybe recommending to implement or uh, or part of you know present as part of your uh, uh, design project or presentation? Well, what we've been seeing recently is with the more energy efficient homes you kind of created a vacuum in the house where you're not having the filtration, you're not having the, you know, you you open a window, so to speak, to get that, you know, fresh air in. And we're finding a lot with the energy, we're buttoning them up. So in order to kind of counteract that, you absolutely need a very good filtration system Mm -hmm. in the home. Um, They have so many options nowadays for the air purifiers, everything doesn't affect the temperature, Mm -hmm. Um, but even going to the type of insulation that you're using in the property, Mm -hmm. the type of chemicals, and that's my big thing, uh, VOCs, um, Mm -hmm. the type of paint that you're using, um, what kind of varnishes you're using. Mm -hmm. um, Those are all things that we're trying to educate people on, on you might, you know, paint this and it smells for a day, but that's something that's going to be emitting, you know, into your house. Um, asbestos, lead, you know, those are all things that people need to be taught on because Mm -hmm. we were poisoning ourselves for the past, you know, 50, 60 years and not even knowing it. And now we're seeing the real detrimental effects on it. Mm -hmm. So really it's as as natural and organic as you can go and still keeping it within a building standard uh, that's equitable for the client. And now it's also really nice because everyone's jumping on the bandwagon you have so many different options. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before you would have one type of recycled countertop. Now you have five different companies that are offering it, 10 different, and we're seeing that people are really jumping on board with this. Mm -hmm. So um, Mm -hmm. that's kind of, you know, the the things that we're trying to pitch to the clients for the more healthier homes, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, getting them to understand the, the, um, the detrimental effects of, of, these kind of substances that we're putting into right. our houses. Right. So yeah. That's really a lot of the, <clears throat> yes, the, a lot of the green features that we call uh, kind of invisible. It's not something that you can see black and white, you know, by looking at something. So it really takes a lot of um, sort of education in terms of letting people know what the, what the benefit of the materials that are not so toxic or, you know, exactly. uh, right. And so it's, it's really hopeful to hear that there are more and more, um, more materials that are available. And, and it's, uh, you know, in one of the articles that you sent me, there was a quote in, in, you know, you were quoted saying building with green materials is more expensive as they require a lot more care and detail and are not in, such high demand this I noticed that this article was two years old so do you think that this statement is still accurate today you know now we're 
late 2019 and we're getting into 2020 when we have to all the new building new homes have to be net zero thankfully 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 the green trend the um effect that we are having on the earth is really starting to take center stage Mm -hmm. really where people are really starting to take notice of everything and that's mm -hmm. fantastic for our industry because yes. what was happening before you had these new materials on the market like you said workers set in their own ways mm -hmm. found it very daunting to work with these materials right. some of them are a little harder to work with as they're water-based they're not laden with chemicals um, so we saw that that was an issue when it first started to take off mm -hmm. now it, it's pretty much um, pretty much you're being required to do these things. So a lot of things now, which were daunting, which like I said, um, you could only find one thing of and it would be so expensive. People really started to take notice like, oh no, this is actually really profitable. People are trying, starting to take notice of this. Mm -hmm. So we have seen, I would say in the past year, a huge shift in more vendors coming onto the scene, offering eco-friendly materials, mm -hmm. more customers requesting them supply mm -hmm. and demand. Mm -hmm. Once you have a higher demand, you're going to have a better supply. Prices are mm -hmm. going to go down. Also, people aren't as, um, they're not as, you know, scary to them to install because now they've been doing it for a couple of years. So that right. brings the labor pricing down. Yeah. So it's really, we're starting to see everyone jump on the bandwagon, which is a good thing at this yeah. time. So yeah. hopefully in the next year, that, that, that statement that I made could be obsolete and we'll really <laughs> only be focusing on green building materials. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm really first seeing. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I just saw an article a couple of days ago that Home Depot is, has now banned all the uh, rugs, like uh, area rugs that contains any toxic chemicals. And, and the article was, um, I wish I had the quote with me, but it said something to the effect like, you know, um, they were offering some higher end products that were not, you know, toxin free or uh, you know, organic materials, but they're banning across the board, even in all the price levels, they're banning everything that has, um, that has any toxins. And I thought that was really awesome to, to know and like you said a lot of the suppliers are getting on the bandwagon and yep. we are becoming more of the known you know so to speak exactly yeah yeah so so what do you think uh we we can do or we can continue to do to inform or educate the consumers and actually the professionals you know the building industry is a huge market or uh, audience to really learn about how to do these things um, yeah. in a way that's green? Well, what we like to do especially is show people what a green home and a green lifestyle can really mean to them. Mm -hmm. Now, what's great about a green home and a green lifestyle, what's important to you? Is it your health? Is it your wallet? Is it your community? Guess what? By going green, you're gonna affect all of those facets right there. Mm -hmm. and if you can show someone how it can benefit them, especially in the pocket, and this is what I've always said, mm -hmm. with builders, architects, everything, mm -hmm. by showing them that people really want this, you mm -hmm. can charge a little bit more because you're delivering quality, you're delivering peace of mind, mm -hmm. people are gonna want a bite of that. Mm -hmm. And again, like I say, Trium, we try to be a pioneer on this, 
not because we saw it as profitable. Obviously, money was involved, but because we thought it was the ethical right thing to do in right. the construction industry. Mm-hmm. But it became very profitable. Mm-hmm. And what happens, like I said, everyone sees that. Now we're leading by example. And so I always tell everyone, even here to my sons, lead by example. Practice what you preach. Right. If you can do this little thing by just simply turning, and we have this on our presentation, turn the uh, faucet off by your brushing your teeth while you're brushing mm-hmm. your teeth. These yeah. little steps. So it's even just baby steps. And that's what I, myself, the company, we always are trying to do to educate people. Even if you see someone on the street doing something, hey, you know, if you blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, it's little things that you can do that yeah. really help make a difference. And mm-hmm. that's where we're, re- we're really trying to educate. Like, mm-hmm. this is good. This is good for you. And also, mm-hmm. you can make money at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Or save money from the customer's right. point of view. Yeah. And, so, yeah. yeah, and it's actually the environmental benefit is sort of a set byproduct by us changing our habits of, you know, of impacting our pocket pocketbook and our health and then in the end we're helping our environment you know it's it's a beautiful circle and yeah just see people and and show them how it all works you know like the lion king says it's kind of like the circle of life but it's a circle of green you Mm -hmm. know absolutely you know people will usually hop on board with that so yeah well thank you so much shelly i am so excited to to have you on my panel on saturday we will probably cover some of the similar topics then, but um, this was really great to to have a little prelude of our Absolutely. So tell us uh, how people can find you or find your company. Um, you can find us at trium.com, T-R-E-E-I-U-M.com, and all of our contact information is up there. We have little videos, um, things that we like to do. We're kind of a fun company. Um, don't don't tell my boss that, but uh, you know, we do. <laughs> We do like to try and have fun here, but if they go to our website, all the information's there and they can, um, they can contact me through the website as well. Well, great. Thank you so much. Again, this was Home Green Home Podcast and I am Izumi Tanaka. I am a green realtor. You can find me at homegreenhomes.com. Thank you for listening and hopefully we'll have this up on the podcast soon. Bye-bye. Thank you you so much. I'll see you Saturday. See you Saturday. Bye-bye.